Welcome back, everybody. We're here for another weekly short from Grow the Bench, and I'm excited this week. We have a guest um, blogger and therefore podcaster. Her name is Liz Lark Riley, and she comes to us from Rockledge Gardens in Rockledge, Florida. Liz, um, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Leslie. Thank you, Neil, uh, for letting me fill in. This is a lot of fun for me. Yes, and it's going to be fun for our listeners, too. So just a little bit about Liz. She is at Rockledge Gardens and um, has a story to share with all y'all about customer service. But I'm going to say it's coming at that from a little bit different angle. And um, I think we all know how important customer service is, no matter what it is you're doing. If it's anything from running a horticulture center to uh, plowing snow. We need to be on top of it with our customers. So with that, I'm going to toss over the mic to you, Liz, and say, um, what's your approach on customer service? Customer service to me is all about humanity. Um, There's the old adage, the customer is always right. I like to say the customer is always human. And if you can approach customer service, keeping humanity in mind, keeping in mind that we are all people trying to do the best we can with this one life that we have, then it's so much easier to connect with people and to serve them well. Understood. Yeah. So um, from your blog post, it looks like you you got a little bit of an honor in your workplace. <laughs> I, I, I would love to have you talk about that and kind of fill in our, our listeners on that. Yes. So my colleague, Jessica Castillo, who is our events and marketing director, is a big fan of The Office. And for those of you who have seen the show, you may remember the episode where Michael Scott presents The Dundies. Um, These are office awards that they do at at an office party, I think at like a TGI Fridays or something like that. Um, So Jessica planned um, for our end of spring party um, a presentation of the Rockies. And um, she had everybody vote. Um, we, uh, everyone got an award of some kind. And the award that I received was the Anti-Karen Award. Um, (laughs) The subtitle to the award was Able to Win Over Any Karen, Male or Female. Um, So it was pretty exciting for me. Um, I really kind of, you know, almost got teary-eyed, even though it's pretty silly. Um, It's something that I actually feel really proud um, to be able to do, um, to diffuse situations, customer service situations, to be the one that my team, you know, knows that they can call on if um, if something feels like it's it's escalating and to really come away from those interactions, which are often begin kind of unpleasant. Um, where we have we have an understanding of one another, and we're all feeling good at the end of the inter- the gotcha. end of the interaction. Gotcha, gotcha. So, just for those who might not know, although I think probably everyone has an idea, but what I mean, what can a quote air quotes Karen look like in a customer service situation? What what's the, the one of the biggest challenges or hurdles you have to get over when you're dealing with one? Um, I think that probably the word that might be used is entitlement. Um, Mm. And that can be tricky because we can all 
empathize with finding ourselves in a situation where we have certain expectations that we expect that are, are going to be met in, you know, when we're spending our money. And um, I think that there are those who maybe struggle with times that their expectations are not met. And that's when we might get a get someone we would call a Karen. Gotcha. So as as a manager or a leader, um, what are the, the kinds of things that you might suggest to kind of help your people when they can't, let's say they can't call on you and they're going to have to learn how to deal with difficult clients? Um, do you have any quick tips that you might offer for seeing seeing the human being behind the behavior? Absolutely. For anyone, I tell them the first step is to take a deep breath, to take a pause and decide to respond rather than react because those situations can be emotionally charged instantly. Um, so, so if they can remember to just take a breath, um, that can help a lot. Um, the second thing that leaders can do is to make sure that your staff are really informed. It's very difficult for a team member on the front lines to feel that they are just at sea. They don't have all the information on your policies, on you know when they can bend those policies. And that can be scary and frustrating, and it's just no fun for those frontline workers. So for leaders, I really encourage you to do everything that you can to communicate with their team so they know what your policies are and what kind of empowerment they have to bend those policies. Um, for us, um, I say, you know, if, most often we find a Karen situation when somebody is returning a dead plant and oh, it sure. doesn't meet our um, our stated return policy. Um, and so, you know, I tell them the policy is here. Familiarize yourself with the policy so that you know what it is. But within $50, make every exception to the policy. You are empowered to tell the customer, you know what, that's frustrating. I can see that you're, you know, this plant isn't hasn't met your expectations. Um, this this doesn't actually meet our guarantee policy, but I'm going to make an exception for you. Let's get you a plant that's going to work well. Great, and I can see a customer leaning right into that because they feel like you see them, you care about them, and you want them to come back. Exactly. Uh, Meeting them with empathy and coming, you know, right away instead of, you know, bristling and saying, well, that doesn't meet our policy, empathizing with them right away. I can see that must be so frustrating. I can understand why you're so disappointed. This is disappointing. This is not meeting your expectations. And that helps them feel seen. For sure. So do you um, encourage then periodic training or how, how do you how do you see that happening best? So we do have lots of opportunities where we're we're talking with our team. We have a morning huddle, a stand up meeting every single morning before we open. Um, we, uh, we have a monthly all hands meeting, um, where we're going over information, things that we need retraining on. Um, we do have, um, specific training programs that help our team get, uh, different certifications in horticulture. Oh, awesome. Um, which I love, which is so exciting. So many of our team members are, um, Florida certified horticultural professionals, which I'm really, really proud of. Absolutely. Um, 
And then um, we also have something really cool, which is an internal website. Um, this is a website that um, we keep up to date with all the need to knows. It's it's really quite robust, and it's only for our employees. So it's a lockdown website that you know is not navigable on the World Wide Web, but all of our employees have been invited to it, and it's accessible and bookmarked on all of the terminals throughout the garden center. Great, and that kind of information then that they're looking for in terms of policies and and so forth you do anything like uh, a blog or um, anything like that for employees yeah, so we don't have um, an internal blog, although that is a great idea. I do have, um, you know, I'm kind of constantly reading things that are going to help me develop as a leader. Um, and we do have a leadership development section of the oh. website where I'll repost articles that I find helpful. So that's always available for them. Um, they also get um, PTO uh, a PTO bonus if they keep up with our public-facing blog. So we really work to make sure that our employees are staying up to date with the information we're sharing with our customers as yeah, well. Nothing like a little incentive to get people clicked in. And, exactly. You know, at the end of the day, that's a win-win for the organization and for the employees too. And then, uh, you know, ultimately the customer. So absolutely. Yeah, this is great. So I, I love your, your approach, um, that the, um, of course the customer is always right, but they are always human. We all are. You never know what somebody is facing in a day. And when mm-hmm. you have somebody that's unhappy with service or unhappy with product, how can you, uh, connect with them in a way that they feel seen? I mean, I, d- I don't know if you'd agree with this, but I'm going to ask you the question. Um, as I've been pr- promoting or presenting information on customer service, I, I actually wrote, uh, wrote an article for a magazine once on knowing when to fire a customer. <laughs> yes. Yes, that that is true. You know, there are certain times when the customer is abusive in a way that is not acceptable, that is not nothing to do with them having a hard day. And I will be the first one to go to bat for my team if something like that is happening. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to know that they, it's just not a right fit for you and that customer and letting them move on to another resource is a a good idea for everybody so absolutely hey Liz this has been great um I wanted to mention that you're going to be at an event in Ohio where I am um I believe in July yes uh July 16th through 19th I'll be at American Hortz Cultivate um one of my favorite conferences in the industry. Um, I'll also be at the Garden Center Conference and Expo in Orlando in um, August. So excited about both of those things. Um, I'll be talking about customer service at Cultivate. My session is The Secret to Keeping Promises. And then I'll also be joining John Kennedy and his wife, Suni Kennedy, who developed our internet site, our our employee internal site, um, for a panel discussion about ways to to support your team and use technology to uh, to support your team and your customers um, at Cultivate as well. Outstanding. I know Neil will be there presenting. So, so excited to see Neil in yeah. person. It's been a while. Yes. So um, for those of you that are in, in the green area of the industry, make sure you check out Cultivate. It's going to be, is it Columbus, Ohio? 
Columbus, Ohio. Okay, Columbus, Ohio. And um, you can get information on that. Make sure you read the blog because there's a, a, a few more details here and there about what Liz has to share. But if you're at Cultivate, check out her session and learn some more. So thanks, Liz. I hope you have a great day. And uh, we, we hope to have you back on the weekly short. Thank you, Leslie. I look forward to it.